nice night out. I love spring. No snow, a little rain here and there. It stays lighter longer. What are you, the fucking weather channel? For crying out loud, my girlfriend watches that shit all the time. I didn't mean anything by it, Ed. It's just that I enjoy this time of year. I enjoy taking a dump, but I don't go around talking about it. So are we gonna play or plant a garden? What's bugging you tonight? We just got here. Relax. Don't get on my last nerve, Joe. I'm not in the mood. I didn't mean anything by it. So was that a challenge or not? Because if it was a challenge, I'm ready to go a few rounds. Leave him alone, Ed. In fact, maybe it's not such a good idea to play tonight if this is the way you're going to be. No! I look forward to this... I mean... I'm sorry. Got shit on my mind, that's all. Not a problem, Ed. Happens to the best of us. So how was your day, Joe? It's okay. Although things are a bit tense at home right now. Jennifer's... well, Jennifer. And her mom and her are banging heads. It's not pleasant. I wouldn't know from direct experience, but I read someplace that mother-daughter relationships can be tough. <laughs> you think? So can father-sons. Let me tell you, Seth is a handful. It seems like the older he gets, the testier he becomes. Anyway, right now we're dealing with a few schoolwork issues. Turns out he needs some extra help with math. Not exactly my wheelhouse. Math is important, Joe. Your son needs to know that you support his educational endeavors. You might want to consider demonstrating that by attending his tutoring sessions. Sure, Brian. Why don't you let me know how I might fit that into the rest of my life, huh? I'm just saying. You're always just saying. Guys, come on. I'm getting a little worried about us tonight. Then go back to the weather channel. What? No gentle comeback? No calm, level-headed response? You're slipping, big guy. I expected more out of you. You're not going to bait me, Ed. Life's too short for that. Look, if we're not in a plane, we can... I already told you that I want to play. Jeez. Why do I have to be in a good mood every fucking Thursday night? You've been in a good mood before? Was I here for that? How about we change the subject, okay? How about you change the subject to playing instead of yapping, huh? How about you blow me, huh? Mind your own fucking business. What do you have, Tourette? Guys, come on! We're trying to play a game here! Then keep trying, and maybe you'll figure out how to do that. Let's get going. We can talk later. Good. I'll do the toss. Call it, guys. Heads. Tails. Keep the same starting positions again, Ted? You up front and me at the baseline? Sure, no problem. Great, thanks. Do you still want to start at the net, Ed? If not, we can change it up. No, I'm good. Let's get it going. Really? I'm willing to switch places if you want. I said I'm good, Brian. Why this sudden interest to swap places? We've been starting like this since February. Don't you like looking at my ass? I just thought... Well, then, don't. Guys, come on. Out. Bullshit! Get your fucking eyes checked! There is no way that ball was out! Brian! Get your ass over here! Boy, that was a great game. <laughs> I'm glad we got our act together. Now thank God for that. You again? What's your deal, man? I think you guys should get a room. Oh yeah? Why? You wanna watch? <laughs> I'm glad you got over whatever it was that was bothering you. Yeah, well, you know how it goes. Shit flows downhill. My boss's boss is all over him, so he's all over me. Thing is, I can deal with all that if it wasn't for my kid brother. He's really pissing me off. It's like he's got holes in his pockets, always short. 
Worse yet, he uses me like a fucking ATM. Every other week sometimes. And it's always the same deal. First, he calls for no reason. Shoot the shit. What he's really doing is setting me up. Because a few days later, Hey, Eddie, can you loan me some cash? And I'm torn. I really am. My folks are gone. It's just me and him, and I don't know if I'm doing him or me any good by letting him use me that way all the time. No problem is- It's called enabling, Ed, and it's a hallmark of codependency, where one person is physically or emotionally reliant on the other because of illness or addiction. Thanks for the tutorial, Doc, but my brother's not a junkie. At least, I don't think he is. You know, to be honest, I never considered the possibility of him Shit. I really hope that's not the- There are other forms of addiction, too, Ed. Gambling, sex. Man, I would so love it if Sarah was a sex addict. That's why God gave you hands. <clears throat> I'm sorry to hear about your brother, Ed. That's gotta be tough. I don't have any biological siblings that I know of. A foster brother, but... He and I haven't spoken in years. Foster brother? I'm confused. Not the first time. I assumed that you were adopted when you said you never knew your parents. That's right, I was adopted by June and Frank Jeffers. In fact, I didn't even know that I wasn't their kid until I was 10. Took a while for me to come to grips with that. You know, my biological parents not wanting me. But June and Frank said that it was probably the toughest decision they, my birth parents, ever made and that it was also the best thing that could have happened to them. I'm talking about the Jeffers. Then how did you end up in foster care? My mom, June, she got sick. And by the time they figured out what was wrong with her, it was too late. After she died, my dad, well, he pretty much lost it. Started drinking. A lot. That's never good. Yeah, it got really bad. But he never raised his hand to me. He just checked out. I was 12 and playing third base in my little league when I got hit in the face with a ball. Broke my nose. You can see how it's a bit off center over here. Anyway, I ended up on my back with blood all over the place. Coach Murphy called my house, but no one answered. So he and the assistant coach drove me home. Come on, Teddy. Grab my arm and I'll help you out of the back seat. Is that your dad's car in the driveway? Uh-huh. Good. Tell you what, I'm gonna go inside and talk to him for a minute, okay? Hey, Larry, stay here with Teddy. I'll be right back, kid. Mr. Jeffers? Mr. Jeffers! It's Coach Murphy! I got Teddy with... Mr. Jeffers? Are you... Oh. Larry! Call an ambulance, hurry! My dad was gone by the time they got there. Oh my god. I am so sorry, Ted. Yeah. It's how I ended up in foster care. Look, I'm sorry we got going on this. It's not the way to end a good night. Kind of late for that, don't you think? Unbelievable. What, me? No, the guy on the next court. Of course I'm talking about you. 
So, Ted, what's it like to live in foster care? I don't mean to pry, but I've never known anyone who was brought up that way. Nah, you never pry. It's a fair question, Brian, but if you don't mind, can we leave that for another time? Sure. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. How about we head over to the diner, okay? Jeez, you think they'd clean that place every once in a while, you know? What are you talking about? Here? The men's locker room at the club. There's almost as much hair on the floor as there is on his back. Pardon me? Oh, sorry. What I meant is, fuck you, Ed. No, really. If you want, I can give you the number of the guy who does my lawn. Boy, these folks really put in the hours. Yeah, well, owning a diner isn't the same as owning a hardware store. Then again, if it was, Walmart would have already put them out of business. Brian, isn't that your lab assistant over there? What was her name? Sarah? Yes. It's been a while since we've seen her around. Have you talked to her? About what? About not knowing her name, genius. Jeez, how clueless can you get? Hey, I don't need an etiquette tutorial, especially from the likes of you. Just saying. Well, if you must know... We must. She and I did speak. And I apologize for not recognizing her. Or knowing her name. Or knowing her name. Everything is okay. I hope you're all happy now. Delirious. Sounds like a hot felt convo. Go you. You know, Brian, what happened between you and Sarah reminds me of a story that a colleague shared with me a few years ago. Her name is Faith, and she and I are executives at the bank. Thing is, I got there in the usual way. College degree, decent first job, while she worked her way up from the bottom. High school dropout, pregnant, shotgun wedding, quickie divorce. She had nothing going for her but determination. So she took a part-time job and finished high school, landed a full-time position as a bank teller after she graduated. But those jobs don't pay very much. Certainly not enough for her to be able to afford night school, so she started moonlighting as a waitress at a diner like this. Well, one night, in walks the branch manager and his two senior loan officers, all guys. Sure enough, they take a booth in her section and she is mortified. Probably just like Sarah was that first time she saw you here. Anyway, she ducks into the kitchen, puts up her hair, takes off her glasses. <laughs> She's almost blind without those things. Takes a deep breath and heads over to their table. Over the course of the next hour and a half, she took their orders, delivered the food, cleared their plates, served coffee, and handed them the check with as pleasant a thank you as she could muster. They had absolutely no idea who she was and not because she changed her appearance. They never looked at her. She was nothing to them, which when you think about it, is pretty stupid. Like Ed said a while back, why would you disrespect the person who's bringing you food? Unless you're looking for a spit sandwich. I am never going to live this down, am I? Nope. I really did apologize to her. The truth is, I felt awful about what happened. Could have fooled me. Yeah, well, I did. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. What can I get you this evening? Thank you.